This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. What kind of inflation is this? Well, there is consensus, even at the Fed, that they left the spigot of monetary stimulus wide open too long, resulting in inflation. They did achieve their aim of restoring the economy from the COVID pandemic near collapse, avoiding that catastrophe. Most have forgotten about that now, with complaint over the problem presently being faced of inflation and what it will take to quell it. The Fed and the federal government committed both monetary and fiscal stimulus to bridge the pandemic plunge in the economy, keeping the wheels from flying off. They pushed trillions of dollars into the money supply, which kept the engine of our economy running and churning, so that the recession was as shallow and brief as possible. It worked, and their reward is now that they're being treated as the bad guys, because the medicine went too far in giving the economy a sugar high. The Fed admits that and has aggressively increased interest rates at the fastest pace in history. Are they making another mistake that will correct the first or only compounding their original error? It will take time to determine that answer, and I'm not jumping to conclusions. What kind of inflation is this? We now know that it is not transitory, as the Fed said that they once believed. I have seen inflation before, having gone through it in the 1970s, and I do not think that it is that kind of inflation either. I do not see this inflation compounding at the recent annual rate like it did in the 1970s. The Fed has responded very aggressively and gotten on top of the problem. Some fear too aggressively. In fact, well, in fact, the rate of inflation is slowing according to the Wall Street Journal. They say that the four-month annualized CPI inflation rate is just 2.8%. We have noted that the interest rate has historically had to go above the inflation rate before inflation was quelled. The Fed is on its way to 5% or higher, which is above 2.8%. Year upon year, month upon month, inflation would appear to be slowing down. I think that this inflation could turn out to be more of a COVID pandemic recovery price adjustment than a perpetual sort of thing. It might be too far to go to call it a one-event price hike, but that is possible. That is the Fed's objective while not creating the deep recession with tightening that it avoided during the short-term pandemic collapse. The Biden administration gets blamed for inflation because they are the ones in office while it happened. In my opinion, monetary policy trumps fiscal policy, so the Fed wielded the bigger hammer. The Fed gets blamed first. The Fed wanted Congress to push fiscal stimulus in concert with theirs. Congress delivered with the PPP, unemployment extension, stimulus checks, and so on. The so on included infrastructure spending, which we needed. You can get into the minutiae about how all of this should have been handled differently, but as far as government goes, this was about as competent as they are ever going to get. One positive from the economic stimulus is that in spite of previous tax cuts, government tax revenues were up 21% in 2022 versus the previous year. Supply-side economics appeared to work. Farmers shared in this as bankers tell me that many have paid off their lines of credit. Farmers are as short up financially as they have been compared to most times in my 50-year history of farming. Stability in farmland values appears to reflect that. The stimulus spending generated a $2.8 trillion fiscal deficit in 2021. Well, the economy is going to hack, that is, when fiscal stimulus is justified. The CBO says that the fiscal deficit for 2022 will be $1.4 trillion, cut in half. 
I do not want to make that sound like a good thing, as adding a trillions of dollars in deficits add up to real money. The country owes $31 trillion, a big number. I'm not advocating for larger deficits and more debt, but frankly, the country can't afford this. U.S. GDP is real, generated by solid commerce, unparalleled structural advantages, growth-producing demographics, and a global reserve currency. On my trip through the South in late October, I saw 2,000 miles of a thriving, strong economy. All of our problems are about policies, while the foundation of this country is still bedrock. Solve some of our policy differences and quit hating one another, and the country would be a juggernaut. Ideological differences conflict with the truth of America being the envy of the world. No other major economy, neither Japan, the European Union, South Korea, and certainly not China, compares competitively to the United States. For the first time since 1976, the 2022 U.S. GDP is projected to grow at a faster rate compared to China's. According to Bloomberg report, the U.S. GDP is expected to grow at a rate of 2.8% this year, while China's falls behind at 2%. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 